last 20 years have seen an explosion of cool tech, shiny digital apps, and progressive business models, but not all have migrated successfully to traditional banking. Have we lingered too long in the glittering halls of cutting edge? Have we forgotten the real goals of reliable, trustworthy, and functional banking? Is it time to find the real magic in building a bank that works? Welcome to Functional Banking Magic, a podcast that aims to tell the stories of the magic in a bank that works. Hello and welcome to this special edition of Functional Banking Magic on the road. So this one you're about to listen to is uh, was recorded at the We Meet conference hosted by HPS in Marrakesh, Morocco. So we sit down uh, with two gentlemen who talk about the building of the first digital bank in Barbados, Sagicor Bank. So enjoy this interview from Morocco. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Functional Banking Magic. As always, I'm Liz Lumley, Deputy Editor of The Banker, and we love it when Functional Banking Magic goes on the road. And today, we are coming to you from sunny Marrakesh at the WE meeting from HPS. And we're going to have a wonderful discussion today, one of our favorite discussions on the podcast, which is how do you build a bank? How do you build a bank from scratch? Which is really fun. So I have two gentlemen with me today. I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves. So please, please to my right. So Trevor Torzas from Torzas Advisory. Very, very happy to join you, Liz, and, and go through the interesting discussion of building a digital bank from scratch. Excellent. Perfect. And Nabi Ben Brahim, Managing Director at HPS. Very glad to be with you. Lovely. Thank you so much. And again, one of, one of the things we talk about a lot in Functional Banking Magic is that relationship between um, a bank and a, and a tech provider. But we're going to go into... Um, what it was like to build a digital bank in Barbados from scratch, <laughs> and I would love. To, and I'm, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go to to, to you first, uh, Trevor. What you know? What was that? What was that? What was the driving force for that? How did it start? So, originally, it was uh, speaking to the executive management, the CEO, and uh, and of course the CEO to the board of directors on how to unlock value for a large insurance company that had the strongest brand in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And so the pitch was you can unlock shareholder value, you can build a a world-leading bank in a jurisdiction that if you do the architecture right in a hub-and-spoke model, you can start in one country and very quickly and inexpensively move to other jurisdictions. I mean, what has been achieved so far? Like, what's the timeline for it? So the bank went live in March. Mm-hmm. So it, it was the, the total time of the build was about 16 months, uh, which was pretty condensed. Mm-hmm. It was during COVID. So that was a, another, another uh, wrench in the plans. Um, but it really, for that, that scenario forced the different partners that were involved to be even closer together mm-hmm. and really work together uh, throughout the process, so I, I read that it's it's um, uh, the the bank is is Barbados' first digital only bank. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, are there what were some of the strategies used for um, maybe customers that weren't quite ready for that that digital journey? Well, the because there's more than one cell or mobile phone or smartphone mm-hmm. per person in Barbados, um, the bank was not that worried that they couldn't get to most of the population. It, they were, they're very technology savvy, very well-educated country. 
Um, so the, the belief was as long as you have an Apple type store where people see it and recognize it and if they wanted to could come in, mm -hmm. um, the view was that a digital first bank would, would fit, fit the requirements of the country. So I wanted to turn to, to Nabil, you know, where, how did the relationship, the partnership with HPS work? How did you support the development of this bank? Our main objective in this partnership is to provide uh, really the, the technology that will really uh, fulfill the strategy of the bank. So digital banks are different from conventional banks. They are looking for uh, technology which is ready, plug and play, SaaS services. So, uh, to, and uh, cloud native technology. Uh, and uh, in the addition to this, they are looking for a partner who will do this extra mile to support on some other areas because uh, creating a digital bank from scratch is also a lot of uh, bringing a lot of experience mm -hmm. uh, to this bank and trying to put everything in place is, is something where a vendor has to do slightly more than technology mm -hmm. only. It's, uh, we have a kind of also consulting role, we bring some best practices, etc. I think this is where, uh, uh, on top of all the integration that we had to do with the other vendors, mm. it, 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 it's there we really bring value added. I'm, I'm very interested in that sort of cultural aspect of the partnership with the, with the tech company. You mentioned you brought in consultants and you brought in extra experience. But what, what was some of the experience that you, you know, imparted <laughs> to work for them? So today, HPS is... Uh, is implemented uh, and our technology is implemented in more than 90 countries worldwide. So I, I do believe, and we have uh, deployed this uh, technology in, uh, uh, in different kind of, um, uh, I would say, profile of banks. So I I do believe that it's uh, this agility, this flexibility, this experience in multiple countries that has helped us and to support the banks to achieve this result. On top of, of course, our comprehensive technology mm -hmm. is also this uh, experience that we are bringing from other uh, similar banks, and especially the focus on digital banks who needs everything quick, ready-made, cloud-native, etc. Interesting. So Trevor, I'm, I'm going back to you. I mean, I know founding a company is very difficult. Founding a bank is like that tenfold. I'd love to learn about some of the, some of the challenges and some of the lessons you learned from this experience. You're very right. It is challenging. So it, it starts off with first you build the business case. You start to figure out who are your are going to be your partners. And Nabil, I'm going to correct you on that. It's not a vendor. I'm a big believer <laughs> yep. that, the word that is they partner. have to be partners, uh, especially when you're a tight timeline and building a bank. So the, the challenges were going to the government, the central bank, and uh, convincing them that the digital bank was the right uh, fit for the country and that you're going to do things a little different that you're going to be fully cloud Right, so that central banks sometimes are a little bit nervous about that the central bank of Barbados was very progressive And so it, it was really developing the relationship with the central bank right out of the gates. That was key mm -hmm. Establishing the partnerships that were going to help build the bank right out of the gates was key and because a lot had to happen in parallel during the process, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're going to the central bank, you're working on your approvals. It's a big process to get a, a, a commercial banking license in mm -hmm. any country. Uh, the tome that you need to uh, submit to the central bank is quite large. Mm -hmm. um, so so that, a big learning experience through this was that 
you're going to have people from all over the world that are involved in building this digital bank. And how do you bring them together and make sure it's a very tight communication the whole way along? Um, because it is an iterative, pro iterative process. You think you know exactly what you want. You've got the architecture down, but you don't know until you're in, you know, you roll up your sleeves and, and you're doing all the work. Uh, so the learnings, I would definitely say, are ensuring that all the partners are engaged right to the senior level and that there's a full understanding throughout the group of what you're achieving, not just in the, in the component that you're working with, the one part that you're working with, but how it's connected to all the others and the work streams that are coming down the pipe and what are the possible you know, everybody around the table, very smart partners. You have about six or seven key uh, technology providers in building a bank. They have a lot of learnings outside of just what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So you can really leverage it. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I mean, it's, and also, I mean, Barbados is known for having a pretty progressive environment. So, I mean, that's something that's um, not always mentioned a lot when you know starting new companies and starting new banks. So I'd love to know um, what's next. What's next for the for the bank? Well, yes, so so the bank just launched in March, mm -hmm. um, and they launched with a fully digital onboarding, which mm -hmm. is a little bit different. So if you or I were living in Barbados, you could take your ID and you'd be up and running in sub five minutes, mm -hmm. right? So you have your virtual debit card, you have your you can fund your account, you can use the ATM, all of that within five minutes. So now for the bank. It's a matter of educating the, the country of what this offering is. They're, they're starting off with a bang, lots of clients coming in right out of the gates. It's a, a matter of you know building the deposit base and, and lending and, and understanding they, they have a, a very progressive 360 degree database of the client that takes in the data from cards, from the call, you know, the, the chat bots, the, you know, everything comes into one. So what's next is really to learn about the customers, to use that data, understand how to, to tweak the product suite. Um, and, you know, the, the, I think I referenced it earlier, the architecture used for the bank is a hub and spoke model. So it is ready to move to other jurisdictions mm. as mm. soon as they are at a very low cost, uh, which which is important. Other, other countries in the Caribbean? Or? Caribbean, Central America, Caribbean. and other. Uh, Sag Sagicor Financial Company is a large insurance company that operates in Canada, the US, the Caribbean, Central and South America. Mm. Very interesting. Gentlemen, thank you very much. And I, I think I want a string quartet to uh, accompany all my podcasts from now on. Anyway, thank you so much. Both thank of you. you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Functional Banking Magic, which runs monthly out of The Banker. You can listen to this podcast on thebanker.com, Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fix. If you'd like to be a guest on Functional Banking Magic, you can contact Liz Lumley at elizabeth.lumley at ft.com.